What's poppin' Ken, folks? It's Ken with you back again with another episode of Kenfluence. Get ready, buckle up, find yourself a seatbelt. If you don't got one, get yourself some rope, strap yourself in, find yourself some harnesses, and just get ready for the ride because this is about to be a journey I'm going to take y'all on. And I don't know if you're ready, but if you're not ready right now, go on, hit pause, collect yourself, deep breathe, get yourself some popcorn, a drink. I don't know. Do what you got to do to get ready because this is about to be a good one. Um, for my SEO community out there, SEOs, raise your hand. Okay, SEO community, where you at? Oh, if I haven't explained that already, that is my uh, sensitive and easily offended folks out there. Some of y'all out there know who you are. Sorry. I'm not sorry, but sorry. I got to say it. Just to uh, ease the ice over. So, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be one of those. So, uh, I'm going to start it off with, this isn't a religious talk. Not necessarily. You can make it one. You can apply it to one if you want to. But uh, it's not. We got some of them coming, too. All right? We got some of them coming, too. But this is not necessarily the intent of this one. Uh, despite the naming and titling of it. Right? So, ride with me. And, you know, if you don't like the subject matter, you know, like I said before in previous episodes, everything ain't for everybody. I'm sure I have an episode that'll strike you to your core and make you feel the special type of way you want to feel. I'll get to you. i get to you. I'll tick your insides, make you feel warm and fuzzy like you want to. Your little porcupine. I'll get there. Give me some time. Give me some time. We're going to walk there. But uh, this one is called Surprise Sermons. Surprise sermon. So, man, like recently I've had like a lot of uh, encounters with folks who have inundated me with surprise sermons. Surprise sermon to me is basically you're just walking or you're going about your day and maybe you're having a conversation with somebody. Maybe you're not. And somebody just pops up on you. Bam. And they have like this long spiel of something to tell you. Maybe it's unsolicited advice. Maybe it is a little old sermon. I don't know. Um, maybe it's just a bunch of uh, tips and tricks and how to be the best this and that. And like they're really grilling you and trying to give you all this like life advice. And you're like, yo, I didn't click a link. I didn't subscribe to this. I didn't smash that like button and follow. I, I didn't tag three. Free. I didn't do none of this to deserve the the onslaught of whatever the hell this person is talking about i didn't do it so it's like you know you may be viewing the advice that you're giving someone as like a gift and maybe it is to the right person at the right time but if it's not the right person at the right time then it can easily become an annoyance and like a frustration at that wrong time right so uh, this whole talk is about like having like some type of awareness of like giving your opinions to people or attempting to be an advisor to someone when they ain't really ask for that. You know, people sometimes will see other people go through things or will read a bunch of stuff on Facebook, or read a bunch of stuff on Instagram because people don't let's be honest, they don't do real research anymore. But they'll do all these things and then they'll see somebody else go through a real life situation and they'll say, oh, this is not a drill. It's not a drill. Let me pull out all the books that I highlighted in the past three to five months. Let me pull up some of my favorite saved 
Instagram post. Let me go to my screenshot section and I'm going to tell this person an earful right now. I'm going to tell you my experience through my lens and I'm going to tell you my best friend's experience and why this is important or why that's not important. And how you should think of certain things. And it's like, whoa, 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 man. Like, let's all take a breath. Let's collect ourselves. And let's remember that, like, nobody likes to be or feel like they're being preached at. And especially, like, talk down to, like, even if, like, you have a point and there's, like, some some sustenance to what you're saying like there's a right time you know there, there's, there's a best time and the best place like if y'all are enjoying um a night maybe like you and the homies are kicking it and it's movie night and y'all were excited to see the next i don't know avengers series is over but maybe you know the next marvel movie comes out y'all excited to see that y'all supposed to be looking at spider-man or whatever superhero and you're like hey man I really think that everybody should cut out white eggs. Brown eggs is the way to go, man. Matter of fact, everybody should live pescatarian. Pescatarian is the way to go. Change your diet. Uh, nobody want to hear that right now. This, this, this is a fun environment. There is no real platform for that. Um, maybe out to dinner may be a better time to bring that up at an appropriate, like, uh, maybe not even like, even at the dinner, maybe like before the dinner even starts, right? Before y'all even pick the place, like you wouldn't want to go to like uh, the Cheesecake Warehouse where it's just straight cheesecakes, which is much different from the Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Warehouse, they just make cheesecakes. I think I just made that up. But ride with me, ride with me. So you over at the Cheesecake Warehouse and, you know, you here to pick out your favorite decadent delicious cheesecake but people are like, oh yeah maybe uh we should all be vegetarian gluten everybody can't have gluten in the world and since there's a gluten shortage you know maybe we should conserve some of this gluten for the people that need chill what what are you even saying right now nobody wants to hear this speech that you have uh just in your back pocket about gluten and you know sweets and sugar we, we at the cheesecake warehouse brother Take a breath, take a step back, have some situational awareness down and just think that, you know, nobody (laughs) wants to feel chastised right now. Nobody wants to feel like uh, they're they're being made uh, feel less than because of their choices right now or because uh, we've all made a choice together. And now right now you're going to choose to make this an awkward moment for everybody. Nobody wants that. Chill. Chill. And, and I see a lot of people doing this, man. And it's just like, we just all need to take a moment and like, just again, have some situational awareness. Like, I think of it like this. If you have some great advice, you don't have to chase anybody down with it. You, you don't have to beat people over the head with it. So the, the analogy I've been using recently is, let's say, for instance, you have the winning lottery numbers. Right. You got it all written down. You got, you know, numbers four, five, six, eighty seven, twelve, ninety two and thirty one. Those are the magic lottery numbers. And you're like, hey, bro, you about to really come up. If you put these lottery numbers in, you're going to make bands. You're going to make stacks of millions. You're going to be richer than Rick Ross's pet cat. You're going to be the richest dude to have ever existed. People are more than likely going to take them numbers and write them down and play them and become rich people, right? 
But if you, on the other hand, have a gum wrapper with some bullshit that you just scribbled down on it a couple seconds ago and try to say, hey, man, I just wrote this down on a piece of notebook paper or on a gum wrapper or on a napkin with sauce on it. And I think you should really take this advice. Most people are going to look at you with your saucy napkin or with your sticky gum wrapper and say, shut the hell up and get out of my face. Nobody wants to hear your little uh, tired advice at, at, at some point. Like, again, people can recognize if it's good advice and they know when to take it. And I think that's just human nature. Like, we wouldn't have made it this far if we couldn't take the advice of other humans and be like, you know what? I'm going to take that idea and I'm going to build on it or I'm going to apply it to my own life and get to where I need to. Right? Cheetahs can't do that. Uh, elephants. Oh, I, Elephants a little bit smarter. Maybe I shouldn't use them. Um, reptiles cannot do that. Amphibians. You can't find no amphibian out here taking advice from other amphibians. You're not going to do it. Okay? Horses, damn it. You're going to find no Pontiac, no Mustang, no no Pinto out here using the advice of another esteemed horse in the community. You're not. Humans have this ability to take on things from other humans and learn from them. And we have to trust that other people are smart enough to either take our advice or to not. And if there's, uh, if, if they're not choosing to take your advice, well, maybe step back and try to understand and have some, some uh, recognition that maybe they have a reason that they're not taking your advice, or maybe there's some type of apprehension that, speaks to either a younger part of them or maybe they went through a similar experience or maybe they've tried your advice already in some form or fashion and it hasn't worked for them or maybe they're already in the process of trying one thing um a couple times i've had like uh lower back tightness right because i just run a lot and um going to the base doctor a couple years ago i said hey man i need to see anybody uh uh PT, so a physical therapist or a chiropractor. I don't care, man. And I see both of them like I'm really going through some pain. And the lady at the office um, or at the reception desk said that I can only send you to one. I can only send you to the physical therapist or the chiropractor. And I was like, wow, my back is killing me. Like I'm I'm literally doubled over. Um, I, I can't straighten my back all the way at, all the way out to like 180 degrees. It's kind of like bent. And I'm like, yo, I just need anybody. And and as often as possible. And she was like, I understand that, sir. But if I give you both a chiropractor and a physical therapist, one won't be able to tell the progress or the results of the other. Damn, that's a bar. I was like, true, 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 true. So I really couldn't see true results. I couldn't see true progress if one person is doing one thing or another person is doing another thing on me at the same time. I got to like basically pick one path and, and follow that. And then if that works, stay with it. If it doesn't work after a few weeks, few months, then switch it up. And it's the same thing with taking advice. Maybe somebody's already in the process of doing the equivalent of physical therapy, or maybe somebody's already in the process of doing um, uh, a, a chiropractor type ser services. And you over here like, oh, maybe have you tried yoga? It's like, bro, I'm already trying something right now. I don't have time to be taking your advice that, again, may not even be valid.
may not even be valid. And you try to ambush people with a so-called good point. You know, again, you got to chase people down with good advice. <laughs> and there's another thing, too, man. Um, people people want to have conversations oftentimes. And you can disagree with people and you can walk into conversations knowing that somebody's going to fundamentally disagree with you on certain things. And that's OK. And I think most people in polite society will entertain it or will try to at least not be so guarded that they can understand your point or where you're coming from. And, you know, that's my positive belief that we all kind of have that as humans, because that's that's how I operate. You know, I, I fundamentally disagree with a lot of people on a lot of things, but you will never know it because like I'm never going to be like, oh, man, like this point is stupid. Like I'm going to discredit you. I'm going to make you sound like the dumbest guy ever and make my point sound the greatest. And it's like, nah, that's not really how that works. And that's not how you change hearts and minds if that's what you're out here seeking to do. And that's not how you get people to incorporate any of what you've said. Or any of what you feel into their own um, ways of being, into their own lifestyles, into their own routines. Nobody want to uh, incorporate things from somebody that they're combating with. Because then you're subconsciously kind of seen as an enemy, right? If you have this hard stance against whatever I say or do and you don't want to discuss things it seems like again you're you're coming at me as an op as a as a person trying to derail what i have going on so you need to come in it with the mind of like having a conversation and a conversation goes both ways so it's not just me saying all my points and getting them off you saying something and while you're saying something i'm thinking of like the perfect response to retort what you're saying it's I say something and I get my point across. You say what you got to say. You get your point across. I process that. Maybe I ask some questions and I come back with those questions and try to understand more. And then maybe that cycle repeats itself in the opposite fashion where the other person comes back and they say, okay, now I have questions about what you think and believe. If you're sitting up here with this preconceived like monologue and you're just like jawing at a person for 30 minutes straight, an hour straight, two hours straight. I promise you, dang heard sugar, honey, iced tea. That spells shit of what you said. They ain't heard it because they have tuned out after probably the first 10 minutes. I think 10 minutes of back and forth people or not even back and forth, but like somebody just talking at you for 10 minutes straight. Most people can like just listen. I think I'll give you another five of just basic human curiosity of just like what it, how long are you going to go on about whatever you're saying and then i think like right around the 20 minute mark it's just like bruh i know you're not still talking at me like this or i know that you're not being condescending to this level where i'm not responding or not engaging with you and you're still going on you're just a bunch of hot air right now Nobody wants to hear this monologue that you're attached to and that you've recited a million times and that you just got so rehearsed down that you know all your talking points before you even get to them. You know your talking points like a politician before the other person even uh, asks questions or whatever. And it's like, dog, like if that's really what you want to do, 
Do a commercial for that. Do a commercial for whatever cause you have or for whatever point you have. Maybe start yourself a podcast. It's not hard. It's not hard. I did it in like eight minutes. It, it, come on, bro. Look at how many podcasts are right now. I, I implore you to Google. Get on your Google. Stay free and unlimited. Get up on there on Obama's Good Google and check out how many podcasts there are, bro. If you need one, go and get you one. That's okay. And you can talk at your phone. You can talk at your laptop. You can talk at your tablet until you get all the hot air off your chest. And whoever the hell want to listen to that message, they can listen to it. But if they don't want to, they shouldn't be subjected to it. So get you get you a commercial. Get you a uh, get your podcast if that's what you want. Run for political office in your community. All right. Again, back to Obama. <laughs> be a low level politician for a hot second and walk around telling people your points and how you feel and get you some pamphlets and, and get you some other literature to pass out. And, and be that person, be be a, a, a linchpin, be a, a ramrod, be a, a catalyst, a starter, a pioneer in your field. Uh, be a speechwriter for a specific cause. If that's what you want to do, if you got so much wind to talk about what you're talking about with no response back, write you some speeches. Huh? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> do that. But nobody generally wants you to hear or nobody generally wants to hear you just ramble on about some bullshit. No, nobody wants to. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Not really, but like I, I feel bad for the people who are like realizing, like, oh, am I a rambler? Do I do I be sitting around here rambling at people? Cause it's completely different if again you have a platform to talk about certain topics, or it's completely different if you're getting feedback back from people. Or if folks are welcoming what you're saying and what's what's going on here. But if you're just, again, shooting hot air at people, you just ha ah, just with the SpongeBob hot breath with the green ball of funk. Don't nobody want to hear that, son. So, so sorry. So, so sorry. I'm crushed for you. But I mean, damn, just have some situational awareness brother just had it and and there's this other like phenomenon like i really notice with people nowadays right it's like people everybody thinks they're smart everybody thinks they're this wise sage know-it-all person with a gray beard full of wisdom dumbledore damn it everybody thinks they're dumbledore and you're not you're not this smart old wizard with half moon shaped glasses who who can defeat Voldemort. That that is not you. Okay? You're more of a dementor. You're more of a soul sucking, spirit grabbing dark cloud of blackness. You came from the blackness. That's just clouding over people, making people Sad, anxious, depressed, tired, um, void of joy, and nobody wants to be around that, okay? And this is a side note and a pivot from uh, surprise sermons, but like just being a depressive person or a person who like every time you have something to say, you're either spouting out advice or 
you're spouting out how much your life sucks and how this went wrong and how this went left and how this could have been better or how you wish this could change in the world or in society or how this thing or that thing is just affecting this group of people or this animal species. Yo, this is the exact uh, definition in the Hogwarts book of everything in the great book book of everything with everything inside see the world around is this book the perfect guide that says what a dementor is that's that's what you been stop it quit it i wish i could you know how uh people pat they do their uh, dog on the nose they hit that little quick stop it you know and it's usually like your middle finger and like <laughs> and like your ring finger kind of hit the dog on the nose stop it Quit. I wish I could do that to y'all if you over here soul sucking, spirit sucking, fun sucking. Stop it. Quit it. Nobody wants a Dementor out here. You are not a Dumbledore. You are a Dementor. If you're not out here spreading happiness and joy and, and people leave you or you leave people and they're like, dang, man, I feel like I didn't have enough time with so-and-so. I wish that so-and-so would come around more because I have a fun time with them. Uh, I always leave with the feeling of security and support and feeling like uh, somebody's listened to me, feeling like somebody has added to my life in some way. You can add to people's life and be a, a change agent and be effective to and around people and for people without yelling advice at them and just shoving, shoveling crap down their throat. Nobody again wants to hear that again, man. If you need like a platform or support group or something to uh, get stuff off your chest, go join one. Go 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 join a platform. Go join a support group. You know, but the world is not your outlet, homie. Go join you a Facebook group. And I know I say a lot of things comedically or joking or trying to like put like a little bit of levity into uh, a serious topic for my podcast. But seriously, man, like. If you're going through life and you're feeling like you have all this advice or all this wisdom to bestow or like you're very hyper interested in this topic or area um, where you're a bit of a subject matter expert and it seems like you're not really getting the response you want from the public or maybe your significant other or maybe your friends or family or whoever in your life, maybe consider joining a group, a Facebook group um, Maybe some type of club or some type of, I don't know, social situation where your ideas are are valued, are supported, are respected, and make you feel like you are getting um, the value of your, your, your knowledge is having value somewhere. Right. Because I think that's a depressive thing, too, where you feel like you have all this knowledge or you think you're very smart or knowledgeable knowledge and you're knowledgeable knowledge. People, <laughs> you think you're smart on something and nobody cares. Right. And there you, you feel like there's no value to it or people just brushing you off and you feel like a bum and you don't want to feel like a bum. You want to feel like what you say matters and like it has impact and stuff like that. And I'm I'm not generally for going into echo chambers where it's just a bunch of people who think and feel like you 
Um, when I think of echo chambers, I think of like that episode of SpongeBob where Squidward was like, forget everybody, man. I hate Bikini Bottom. I'm going to move to a town of Squidwards. And that motherfucker moved to Squidward Town. <laughs> and everybody had a big nose and bald head like him. Everybody played the clarinet. Everybody did ballet. Everybody ate the same kelp can of of ramen or whatever it was at the grocery store. Everybody did the same thing. But he felt like he belonged there and he felt like he had um some purpose again. He felt fulfilled because he was in a room in a realm of Squidward's. And sometimes you need that. Now, again, on the flip side, if you really watch that episode, it's classic. If you ain't seen it, man, I don't know what you're doing with your life. But, you know, flip side of that, um, you can get in that echo chamber too deep. And things are so similar and so the same and so congruent that, like, you check out and it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, where is the variety? Where's the spice of life? And you got to find that in another way now. But, you know, for, you know, this intent and this purpose this baseline, it may behoove you if you can't find that anywhere else to maybe check out an echo chamber, you know, maybe. But, you know, all this to say, too, is like, again, I, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Have some self-awareness, y'all. Be present enough to realize I've just lost the crowd. Read the room, read some faces, read body language. If people are slumped in their chair, they kind of rolling their eyes. If you hear, I, I do this a lot when I've checked out of a conversation. It's funny because like my dad does the exact same thing and he does it the exact same way. If you ever hear out of me, uh-huh, mm, mm, hmm, mm, hmm, done. The conversation is done. I, I'm checked out. And Lord knows if I say that for for minutes straight, I don't, I don't do nothing but. For for minutes on end, I'm done. I'm done. Pack me up a suitcase and send me to Boca Raton because I'm on vacation mentally. Give me some white sandals with my toes out. Maybe clip them first. And get some of that dead skin off my heel, but put my toes out, put me in some white sandals, put me on the beach because I'm on a mental vacation. Notice when people have checked out, be present enough in, in your monologue or in your speech or in your whatever that you're saying to, to know that I've lost the crowd in this surprise sermon that I popped up on somebody. And that may be one of your first indicators that maybe this is a surprise sermon that nobody asked for. Maybe am I surprising somebody with some information that they did not want? Am I being a little preachy right now? Am I being a little uh, too too dogmatic? And sometimes, like the more you continue to force your dogmatic, like preachy views on people, really the less people are gonna want to speak candidly with you. So, like if I know, like every time I bring up a certain food choice, and like you're dogging it every time I talk to you. Or you have something to say every time I bring it up. It's like, bro, like, I don't even want to speak candidly with you anymore. If there's something I say about like media or something about music or something about um, just any number of topics that like I'm really just being myself and like maybe we do have a, a understanding where we just don't see eye to eye. And, you know, I love you as a friend or I love you as a family member or whatever. And 
that's been something that's been aired out time and time again. You got to let sleeping dogs lie. And you can't just be beating people over the head and trying to inundate them with how you feel. Read the room. This is a surprise sermon that you're giving somebody like you have lost the room and nobody, again, is going to want to speak openly and freely and have like normal conversations with you. They're going to be like very either quiet with you or very like cautious in the things that they say because they don't want to offend you or they don't want to like flip that trigger where like now you're talking about whatever and you're just going through all your traumas or you're going through all these like advice points or all these like talking points about whatever political area it's like yo like nobody is on that bro and to kind of round this point out too and i think this goes perfectly with surprise sermons nobody likes a false prophet i'm gonna say it again nobody likes a false prophet man don't be out here giving all this advice that you're not following your damn self. Don't be out here trying to tell me how to live life or tell anybody how to live the, their life and uh, say that what you're saying or what you practice is perfect because a lot of times you're not doing that. Like one thing that I hate personally to give a very uh, specific example is I don't like when people have all this advice about like how to mute, like move as like a community or like have like community building talks when it's like, but what are you doing to bring any of this to fruition? And it's like, oh, I'm having talks with you. I'm like, uh, what? And if, if that's if that's where you're, uh, I don't want to call it the word I want to call it, but if that's where your uh, ambition stops, then that's where for me the listening stops, and for me that's where the tolerance stops and that's where the uh the the entertaining of the idea of whatever you got to say for me comes to a screeching halt because it's like again if, if you're so passionate and if you have such a spark about something again i don't want to hear you spin your wheels about some shit that you're not out there currently facilitating that you're not currently on the front lines of that you're not currently not not five years ago not 10 years ago not i got traumatized four years ago by doing it. Now I don't do it anymore. Don't come to me talking about some, you know, this is how you do it. And this is what we should be doing. I'm going to scold you. I'm going to chastise you for not being a part of this or for not participating in this way. And it's like, well, do you do that? Well, no, but stop. I, I don't care what your excuse is. Um, you're not practicing what you're preaching. Uh, this is very hypocritical and nobody wants to go forward with what you're saying. Nobody does. And honestly, I think like when you have a bunch of people who talk a big game and they don't follow it up with action and and especially when they're very dogmatic and they're very like, you know, this is how it should be. There's no room for negotiation. There's no room to to broaden my thinking on the subject. I've done all the research. I've done all the work. I've done all the 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 Googles, I've done all the reading, I've asked all the people, I've done all the interviews, I, my mind is closed to this topic, now I'm trying to flip you and change your mind. To me, honestly, uh, this is how extremists happen. You know, this is how um, highly polarized views happen. This is how um, when we see bad things happen in media, I'm, I'm really not trying to get into that right now, but like 
when we see bad things happen abroad in the news, when we see things happen domestically here in the U.S. happen, a lot of times it's those folks who are very narrowly viewed or who hold very narrow views and aren't open to welcoming different discussions. That's when you get those like, you know, off kilter um, outlooks on the world. And that's when, you know, you get these weird cult followings out there that, you know, you have some folks who actually are action makers, but maybe they're, they're uh, not in a place where they need to be, you know, as far as mind, body, spirit and soul. And, and they're making some less than rational decisions off of the dogma and preachings of somebody who isn't necessarily doing anything that they're spewing. Right. So come on, man. I'm just saying you just got to watch people um, and see if their actions align with the the lifestyle that they're talking about. Like, are they portraying? more than what they're doing are they describing and illustrating something that's like beyond their own capabilities or beyond what um you see them do on a daily basis or are they full of excuses as to why they can't do something or are they full of excuses as to what obstacles are in their way or what resources they don't have or um timing or any number of things, man, for me, those are just red flags across the board. And you just got to be very um, aware of those types of things, man. So I'm going to close it with this on surprise sermons. And, you know, again, this isn't necessarily religious talk, but, you know, I I am a Christian for for whoever doesn't know. If you don't know, now you do. Um, I think if you... (laughs) I, I I even talk like a Baptist, bro. So I I don't even know how you you would not know that. But anyway, uh, to to give you a quick little reference, man, I I do read the Bible. I I enjoy it as as some literature and as something that guides my life, man. And uh, one thing I want to say is like through my readings of like the teachings of Jesus, bro. And again, like you know. Lord fix me if I'm if I'm saying something wrong, but I ain't never read Jesus run nobody down with no scripture. Like I ain't, I ain't never heard of Jesus chasing nobody down full speed, trying to um, go down th- this crazy monologue of like you know do this or that. Like he will give you parables, and if you pick that up then, you know, great. And if you don't, well, okay, on to the next place. And one thing he told his disciples was go to um, the cities and preach the gospel. And, you know, if they listen, you know, build a church, you know, help them out and spread that word. But if they don't, you know, wash your feet, dust your sandals off and get out of there. And that's it. And I I really feel like even if you're uh, you know, a non-believer or, you know, you believe in something different or maybe you believe in that with the limb and the lime twist to it. That's cool. But all I'm saying is in history, um, uh, undeniable fact is Jesus was a person in history that existed and he was impactful so much so that he has a religion of billions and billions of people that have followed him in this time. And for being such a great teacher, like, um, even from a non-religious point of view, people will study how he taught. 
And what I want to say to y'all is Jesus said his peace very convincingly. He said it very succinctly. He answered questions if there were any. And he let his reputation and his word stand. Right. Like he didn't need to beat you over the head with the Old Testament in order for you to hear, process and understand what he said. And after the message is out, it was in like up to that person to do what they will with it. It was up to what they will do with it. Like we have free will individually and you have one life to live. So you can uh, either take in all these things that somebody else is spewing at you or you can um, kind of take the advice that you deem worthy of your path and your journey and the things that you're coming into in your life as you come to them. Right. You have free will. So, again, do what you will with it. And. I guess to really, really like kind of put a closing statement on this, like you can't live another person's life for them. And likely you're probably not even living your life the best way that you can. You're probably not even living your life the way you should. So say your piece. And if you believe in that, whatever it is, say what you got to say. Um, be there for discussion, too. And, and be there to answer questions. Be there to um, listen to why they agree or disagree with you. Your point is never so important that like you you have to like over talk somebody or mute somebody's point because your point is so good. If anything, to me, it makes it look like your not only is your point weak, but your discussion skills are weak. Your communication skills are weak, and ultimately, you're a weak person. You're a weak person and a toxic person who can't have a discussion with another person and and sit there and listen and try to get to the root of where you all agree or disagree. And then from that root, talk about the issue or talk about the, the differences. But at the end of the day, man, I say it every podcast almost. We're all human. We're all people. Nobody's perfect. Everybody's doing the best they can. Everybody's everybody has a backstory and everybody has their stories. And that influences how we move about this life and how we move from one journey to another. And, you know, I'll pick one path. You'll pick another. And some folks pick the same paths. But like, again, at the end of the day, we are people. We are people and nobody's better than anybody. As much as I'm doing right or wrong, somebody else is doing right or wrong. Um, and just because I do right or wrong different than you, I can't judge you for that. And you can't judge me for that. Like judgment shouldn't be in the hands of us. Right. Um, are there things that are fundamentally wrong in the world? Yes. Are there things that we can all probably as people look around the table and say, hey, everybody, is this wrong? Yeah. No, no, no shit. There's obviously stuff in the world that we all know is just like unsavory and unbecoming of uh, humankind, um, where we've come to in this point and us being sophisticated 
cerebral, sapial folks. There's just certain stuff we shouldn't be doing. But at the end of the day, man, everybody messes up. Nobody lives a righteous life. Nobody is stainless. Nobody's blameless. Nobody's walking around with the perfect track record. So remember, you got something wrong with you, too. Remember, you got insecurities. Remember, you have rough things in your past. Remember that if one thing changed in your life right now, you would be humble right now. And you would be either begging people for forgiveness or or looking to somebody you wouldn't normally look to for help or for guidance or for advice or for a number of resources in life. So let's all remember that. Let's try to help each other. Let's try to be good people, be good neighbors, um, and ultimately be good kinfolk, man. We all family out here. I'm a Southern cat that North Carolina comes out far too often, but like, I was raised on people saying, like, you know, that's Kenfo right there, or, you know, that's family. And, you know, my name being Kenneth, like, that's something that really stuck with me, right? Like, the the concept that we're all Kenfo, and I believe that, bro. So, that's your brother out there who's doing wrong. That's your sister that's out there doing wrong. And versus chastising them or putting them on Main Street or trying to have this superior point or the superior point of view, sit back and think that, like, Hey, they've walked a different path than I have up until now. And maybe, again, I'm just not going to see eye to eye on something. But I'm not going to pop up with a surprise sermon just because I feel like this is right. I'm not going to have this weird intervention with them every time I get a chance to. I'm not going to try to spout my dogmas and, you know, stab them in the neck with what I believe. They believe what they believe. I believe what I believe. That's okay. That's fine. I love that person just for being a person. What they do, whether I agree with it or not, you know, still love them. I'm still going to be respectful to them. I'm still going to respect their journey as a human and uh, wish them no harm, you know, because we all out here got a family. We all out here got things that we love. We all have aspirations and really real tangible and intangible parts of our lives. That are honestly, when you put it all under a microscope, is it's all pretty similar. So let's remember that. Well, this has been another episode of Canfluence. Thank y'all. Love y'all, man. Uh, this port recently has been crazy, and I just really want to say I appreciate that. Keep it up, man. Keep sharing with your friends. Keep sharing with your family. Keep uh, telling people and spreading the word about what we're doing out here. And, um, Man, again, I just appreciate it, y'all. Y'all running these numbers up. So um, continue to share my stuff on Instagram. That's where a lot of my uh, updates will be, a lot of my promos. So uh, you can find me there at Kenfluence. So that's K-E-N underscore F-L-U dot E-N-C-E. Again, that is Kenfluence, K-E-N underscore F-L-U dot E-N-C-E. Same handle for TikTok. Find me on YouTube under Kenfluence Channel. You can Gmail me at Ken at Kenfluence Channel at gmail.com. And man, send me your uh, meeting requests if you want to get on for an interview. Um, man, that's <laughs> look, man, look, hey, I, I'm behind on DMs, okay? I'm, I'm behind on text messages. I'm behind on 
on Leapfrog Post. I'm I'm behind on on all of it, man. I'm I'm, I'm behind. So the thing that I do see pretty often is my calendar. Like there's no day that goes by where I can't uh, or that I can get by not looking at my calendar. So um, if you want to get on an interview or you want to get on a show, man, just send me a, a, a meeting request of just your best time. And also maybe follow up with a DM and be like, hey, man, I sent you a meeting request. Um, let's let's knock out an interview and we can do that. So uh, much love to y'all. Appreciate y'all. And I'll check y'all out next episode. Until then, y'all be easy. Y'all be smooth. And I'll see y'all next episode. I'll holla at you.